Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of K-Drama Convos. We are once again not talking about a Korean show, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, we, today, we're going to be talking about the uh, Chinese drama, New Life Begins. So this is a historical Chinese drama, but it's not a fantasy. It's just, just mm-hmm. historical, which we've only seen one other, I think. Really? Two. One we watched, one we dropped. The one that we watched, wasn't that a fantasy? Or did that count? That, or... The Two Assassins? Yeah, was that a fantasy? I guess not. No, no, it wasn't a yeah, fantasy. Yeah, we, what was the, uh, the General's, General's Lady. Lady. That one we didn't get very far. No. Um, unfortunately. And that was, that was a while ago, too, that we, oh, yeah. that we yeah. watched that. But, so, this one is a very, kind of an odd episode. <laughs> we'd actually never, I don't think we've ever done this, well, we've never done this in particular, We've done two different episodes talking about dramas that we've dropped and mm-hmm. why we dropped them, which those we had, like, three or four dramas within one episode because, like, you know, how do you make a whole episode about drama you didn't finish? We're going to figure that out today because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we ended up not actually finishing this show, but we actually had so many thoughts and we got really far that we thought yeah. like we had enough to go off of. And it, it's not like I would recommend avoiding this show. Like some of the ones that we've dropped, yes, I would say don't I totally even, agree. Because some people totally wouldn't mind this. Wouldn't at all. mind this and would really like it. Exactly, I mean, yeah. I liked most of it. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. So this is a 40-episode show, which is very typical with Chinese shows, and we got to episode, we watched through episode 32. Mm-hmm. So we had eight episodes left, which sounds like a lot, but because we'd already watched 32, it, like, doesn't even feel like that much, to be honest. Right. Um, but on the other hand, it felt like... It is quite a bit, though. Like, to be honest. That'd be a lot to, what, like, to finish. Probably, like, six plus hours because they're 45 yeah minutes. yeah so 45 times eight yeah that's six more hours which is a lot of time to invest into a show that you are not feeling yes. to be fair i'd say around episode 28 or 29 mm-hmm. is when we're like i don't know man i don't know and i then, think 28 i was doubting it and by 29, I was really not feeling it. Uh-huh. By 30, I didn't want to watch anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. you convinced me to watch two more. And then we both and just then, decided it wasn't worth our time, yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. The main reason we watched the last fee that we did was because we were planning to make a podcast episode yeah. about it. And we thought, you know, we should – I feel like – in some ways, to review a show, you need to, to be able to, um, what you call it, uh, watch the entire thing so you can review the entirety of it. Mm-hmm. We are specifically reviewing up to episode 32. Right. We did not watch the ending. We've read an episode thing, but we're not even going to get into that because mm-hmm. we didn't. So, basically, this is spoilers up to episode 32. <laughs> Most the rest of the show. Them, but- um, yeah, we don't know what the ending. Well, right. we know what the ending is, but we, we didn't really we watch it. it. So, mm-hmm. um, the main thing we're going to be talking about is the characters. Mm-hmm. So, if you have never seen this show, look up one of the posters. It has like a bajillion people in it. There are. This is a very big cast. Mm-hmm. 
um, which some other shows we've seen that have um, this, I think, because this one is a like historical um, palace drama, which a lot most historical are set. Yes. Have you ever seen a historical that's not set in the palace or around the royalty? I feel like. I guess that's because that's where the drama is. Yeah, I don't think oh, so. Oh, I guess the only one where the it has the palace in it, but it's not the main characters, is Mr. Sunshine. Oh, I didn't even it's make not, it through Mr. Sunshine. Well, no, yeah, we, I didn't either, but that one's yeah. not set in the palace, whereas, like, most of the other ones are. I think that's beca- partly because of the the era that the show yeah, was set. Yeah, but I'm saying that one has... I'm saying that is that, everything outside the palace mostly. No, but it does involves involves the king, it a but, little yeah. bit, yeah. But no, I think almost all the historical. I guess because that's where the drama is. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna start, start off talking with characters. We're gonna start off talking with some of our favorites. So mm-hmm. Li Wei, which is the sixth prince's concubine at first in the beginning mm-hmm. of the show, at least. She didn't want to be. No, 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 no. So Li Wei, I end up really liking her character she definitely had the potential of being the the goody two shoes and potentially being like very whiny and stuff like that which unfortunately Mm -hmm. you do for some reason find in chinese shows but she i I was afraid she was going to be a troublemaker like always rebelling because really? she didn't want to be no, there. No, I never thought she was going to be a troublemaker. Making difficulties. Really? Okay, yeah. I never thought that. Yeah. Um, but she actually is such a caring person. Mm-hmm. She is so nice, so caring, but she's not completely a pushover. Right. Like, in certain situations, she would get angry and would mm-hmm. stand up for herself or for someone else and stuff like that. And... Um, it was really interesting seeing her whole, like, perspective and also the other women's perspective in this show. Um, um, mind you, we've mostly watched Korean dramas, so it is slightly different, but the historical ones we've seen, a lot of them do touch on how much women, like, how little rights, basically, they have, how many rules they have and stuff like that. Whereas this show beat you over the head with it. It started to. It started to. In some I ways. I got, I, by episode 20. Yeah. hmm So, halfway through, I'm like, okay, yeah. I get the point. Yes. Women's rights and all that. Yeah, I know. But it was, by then it was every episode. By then it was every episode. About. Yes, I agree with that. But I think actually some of what they did with it was good. Yes. I liked that the show started out. The focus was from the women's perspective. perspective. Yes. This whole arranged marriage mm-hmm. thing showing how the all these women didn't want to be didn't there. Didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. They didn't think that marrying a prince would be this fairy tale right. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't have this this strange idea that right. everything would be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most of them like were basically forced to be there and didn't right. want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, with Lee Wei and stuff, her talking about, like, w- comparing what it was like in her state versus here. I, mm-hmm. A few of the other characters did that, but I found that was a very interesting thing they do with her, her character was she was constantly conflicted between her beliefs mm-hmm. and 
and the palace rules. Like, she was so caught in between that. Mm -hmm. But it was really cool seeing how she had to adapt to it to a certain extent. Mind you, she was personally able to get away with a lot. But, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was really cute seeing her and the sixth getting closer. That is unfortunately one thing I wish we saw more in this show. Um, but also just her relationship with, like, the cook and her maids and all of that was yeah. just... Well, she treated everybody, like, equal, Like, people. Oh, you know, gosh, She didn't yeah. look down on mm-hmm. the servants or yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. They were her friends. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think they did a good job of having her, like, a balance between, yes, she stood up for what she believed, but also, like, not every situation she could win. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of times, like, their restaurant getting closed down and other things that she just couldn't help, basically. Right. But then the other things she, like, quote-unquote, won in, like, even opening that restaurant and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know? Do you remember the time that she went before... Uh, she went to the sixth's mother? Mm-hmm. About something. Oh, yeah. That was Mm -hmm. one of those times where she was pretty powerless. Mm -hmm. But in order to do something good or save someone, she went to someone with power. Yeah, and she was was actually somewhat smart. Not a genius here. You know, Mm -hmm. she made a few stupid decisions. But for the most part, she, I think, slowly kind of became... A bit more aware of the power yeah. hierarchy thing mm-hmm. going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And her not getting involved with the political side of it, but really just being the support person, mm-hmm. I think just fit her really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I genuinely liked her character. Um, she had high expectations for people. That's true. Like, yeah. when she advised the sixth to tell his father something. Mm. The sixth is like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You want me to tell the king that? She's like, no, I want you to tell your, your father, father that. Because yeah. he's your father, therefore he loves you. Mm-hmm. So she always expected the best in people. She did. And I yes. really like that about her. Character. Oh, for sure, yeah. And she was just very, actually, enjoyable to watch. She was funny. She was very caring and very observant. Yeah, she was just someone that her character definitely, like, developed, like, especially from the very beginning of the show where mm-hmm. all she wanted to do was leave. Yes. Um, And then she kind of switched her focus to um, somewhat supporting the sixth, yeah. but also supporting the other ladies and stuff like that. Um, I think it was... But for her and majority of the characters in this show, they didn't change them too much, which kind of makes sense. I mean... Well, if she didn't change... She... Yeah, it never would have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. hmm So the sixth, or Yin Zheng, who's mm-hmm. sixth prince, uh, we're just going to go by their numbers for this yeah, one because easier. he's the only one I know their name. Um, and I was very glad they used their numbers in the subtitles. That was very helpful. Yes, that was helpful. They probably, I, they most likely actually did say it, I believe. Um, but the six. So he was a super, he's a really interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the show, you didn't really know what his, like, thing was. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of the other princes, like, they kind of were, like, labeled a certain thing. Like, mm-hmm. the second was the evil one, the third was the one with all the concubines, the fifth was the nice one who couldn't do, like, you know. And the yeah. six, you're like, okay, we know he has this health issue. 
he wasn't favored as a child, but, like, what's his deal? And it was really interesting seeing, like, gradually him basically revealing who he was, if Mm -hmm. that makes... Actually, to other people, because most of the time... He very purposely stayed out of the limelight. Right. right. I think it was interesting that his teacher was the one that advised mm-hmm. him to stay back yeah. and not go into the limelight. Mm-hmm. Their te- their, his relationship with his teacher so was really cool. I wish like, we could have seen it more. It was yeah. really interesting. Um, but yeah, it was kind of interesting seeing him gradually um be able to move up in power and also move up in favor as well and i think one of the things i like the most i mean that's a general whatever i'm gonna mention now is that he didn't win every battle Mm -hmm. he lost and had punishments and had to recover from that learn from that and that definitely developed his character Mm -hmm. Um, but he also was, like, just a genuinely nice person. He was very, like, low-key type of person. Like, he's not the type to be super show-off or flashy. He's, like, I don't know if he's humble or just embarrassed. He doesn't, like, whenever his servant would brag (laughs) about him, he, like, hate, he, like, hated it, but also, like, low-key liked it, like, at the same Mm -hmm. time. Um, but... He's extremely intelligent. Extremely intelligent, and... They, but he also really did care for people. He did. He did. And I think he also wasn't the kind of person that jumped to conclusions about anybody. He really thought things through. And, like, you know, with some of the stuff he did, he had to kind of sacrifice, not sacrifice other people, but sort of. Um, like, with the second, with the crown prince. Like, he had to, like, basically do that to his own brother mm-hmm. and i liked that they showed how caring he was doing that one of the things that really showed his character was when he overheard his mother's explanation of what happened when he was a child mm-hmm. he was so quick to forgive her and move on yeah and have a relationship with her mm-hmm. from that moment that's on. That's amazing. You that know, he wasn't bitter and angry, and he just never understood. Exactly, yeah. And now that he understands, well, now, actually what's really cool is now he can have more of a relationship with his little brother, too. Mm-hmm. For right. sure, yeah. And, like, seeing, you know, from his perspective, you know, what it was like living in the palace mm-hmm. and stuff like that. and But also seeing his relationship, with, like, with his manservant and with Li Wei and everything like that. It was just, like... Yeah, talk about that. Him and his, his man- manservant. So, oh, my yeah. gosh. I don't know what their title is in Chinese. In Korean, it's, like, they're the eunuchs. But in this one, oh, my gosh, his personal servant was so hysterical he was extremely caring extremely um devoted and passionate and he was a really good comedic character yes he he was was. not he was very good at not being comedic all the time Mm -hmm. like yes it was the majority but when it was a serious scene he knew how to be serious often you'll see comedic characters especially ones in his position Mm -hmm. that are not very smart, mm. and they're just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He was a little 
He's a little ridiculous um, at times. But see, I can. But see, I can see a person. Oh no, for sure. Being like that, a person who's extremely expressive, mm-hmm. and they almost come off as almost ridiculous, but not quite ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He was like that. He was very vocal. Very his facial expressions, and he was. You know, everything was kind of big. Yeah, yeah. With him. His movements and reactions. Right. But everything, but you could see the, um, the devotion and the caring behind all of that Mm -hmm. emotion. Yes. And I think they were, yeah, you're right. They were able to portray it just to a certain extent that it was somewhat believable. Right. right. Yes, he was a little bit exaggerated, but he was also like... You know, he knew so much about the sixth, and he understood some of the political stuff that was going on and stuff like that. And you know, he wasn't stupid. He understood right. some of the weight right. of the decisions the sixth had to make. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he was always there for him. And it was also really cool seeing him care so much for Li Wei as as well. Yeah. Not just the sixth. He cared for her so much mm-hmm. and became very close to her. And it was. It was so fun See, Also, him and the two maids, they're kind of the trio. Yeah. He was the most expressive one, but the maids were always mm. there, and they kind of bounced off each other a little right. bit. But, um, yeah, it was super fun that he was one of the few, like, non, um, either the princes or their wives that we really got to know, and it, it was very and he nice. was very observant. He could read a room. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know, things would be happening, and he would, like, look at the maids and be like, We're getting out of here. disappear, and they would yes. just quietly vanish. They were, I loved that. He was, <laughs> they were, they were great. They were so great. Okay, so yeah, with the sixth, he was a, such a cool character to see, because you, he had a plan of some sort, but mm. I kind of like that for the viewers, they didn't spell it out. Right. You kind of had to watch it unfold and see how it went and stuff like that. Mm. It was really interesting. And how at one point, it was something the teacher said, basically was something about him being a good ruler. I think he said something along those lines and how he didn't want him to be corrupt and stuff mm. like that. Um, it was really interesting that showed that the sixth had a big goal in mind. Right. You know, I don't know if if his goal was to be the crown prince mm-hmm. or just to be someone who had the power to basically change, change. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was super interesting. And also, you know, oh yeah, we, oh yeah, one of the reasons I actually that we watched this show was because of the actor yes. who plays the sixth. Mm-hmm. So he was in a different Chinese drama. Um, he was in Reset, which is a a. It was highly recommended. It was oh so good. It's a modern day. What do you? It's time travel. Time travel mystery. Mystery. Yeah. yeah, super good. Super super good. But he um just so happened to have been in this as well, which I think was part of the reason I had found out about mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, super. He he, his acting was also very good. He also looks really good in historical. That is hard to pull off. Looking good in modern clothes and, and historical. historical. Not every person can do it. Believe me. Some person people look. You're you're so used to seeing them modern. Uh huh. Doesn't translate. Oh, for a while it was weird to see without glasses. glasses. Yeah. <laughs> his character in Reset had glasses. So you're like, whoa, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next person is um. How do you say her name? 
Yuan Ying, who's the oh. who was the sixth um, official uh, wife. Official wife. Yeah. Um. So she was a very interesting character because they introduced her, and it felt like the only reason they introduced her was to make drama between Li Wei and the sixth. Right. And in the end, it ironically didn't do that no. at all. No. Um, Very surprising. It was super surprising. I think with her, it was fun seeing the change in her character. She went from being super, super strict, you know, like mm. no nonsense, this and that, to then, you know, still being strict but then just genuinely becoming friends with them right. and becoming close with them, mm-hmm. especially with Li Wei. Her and Li Wei's um, relationship was so interesting mm-hmm. because um, the main, what do you call it, official wife or main wife, she knew that Li Wei and the six were in love. She knew that. Right. And so she never crossed that line. And obviously, she didn't want to, mm-hmm. but they never even had a misunderstanding of her doing yeah, that. Yeah. She always but kept But she was that. right up front about it. Oh, extremely. Immediately. Basically, you sat down with the six and told them, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Here's the plan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she always had a plan. A plan, yes. <laughs> but she was really fun kind of seeing how, you know, she really genuinely became friends with them, especially Li Wei. They became, like, sisters, like, Mm -hmm. truly did. They were really there for each other and supported each other. And, you know, and seeing Li Wei having to say, like, goodbye to her. That party. so good. It was really touching. It really was. I didn't expect it to affect me. Oh, it was so touching. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was, that is one thing that this show did that was very unexpected was the whole... Because typically, like we saw was actually one of the, of the second, you'd typically expect, well, actually that one they changed as well, um, mm-hmm. the main wife and the concubine kind of um, butting heads. Yeah. With this power one. Struggle. A power struggle. Yeah. Exactly. With this one, they be, they just completely threw that out the window mm-hmm. and took it in such a different direction. They became more of a team. Oh, for sure. The three yeah. of them yep. worked so well as a team. Mm-hmm. It was, it was. I mean, it was a kind of a, it was a very odd relationship that they had, yeah. um, but they made it work. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool as the viewer to be surprised. Like, I expected this, and they gave me something totally different, and also did it very well. Mm-hmm. That was really, she was really fun. Um, also, I loved her, because her, because she's from a different state, I loved her outfits. The, the like, little, she almost had, like, a, a, j- a jacket isn't the right word, like over top, and she always had the beading yeah. down the trim. Oh, well, we can so talk about good. costumes later. We'll talk about, oh, that's something we need to make sure we yeah. mention. Okay, <laughs> so the sixth prince's sister, well, she's an adoptive sister. So, this is probably the only character that I truly, truly, well, not the only, the main character that I truly disliked. You know, I disliked her more than. More the than crown anybody. Prince. The, oh, crown the crown prince, prince you're supposed I, to hate. No, no, the crown he prince. makes sense. The crown prince I never disliked. Right, but she, I No, no, it her. was the third that I didn't really like. He was just oh, stupid. Oh, yeah, he was 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, but the sister. She, I, Song Woo or something? I don't remember what her name is. We thought she was going to be in, like, a couple episodes oh, and then disappear. And when she not, kept showing not up. Not disappear. I thought she'd just be, like. A minor character. Yes. Yeah. But she kept oh. showing up again and again and again with her whining and whining so and annoying. interfering. And she, she like, she's trying to do plotting. And it was, like, the plotting of, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. It was so immature and so annoying, and her whining just, oh my word, it got on my nerves. It was, yeah. and then, the ironic thing is that all we wanted was her gone. And then once they basically got rid of her character, we were like, <laughs> they should have at least given it another episode. Yeah. I they, It made sense that her falling in love with someone. Made her mature. Made her mature. You know That's, yeah, I can see that. But they didn't develop that. Yes. That that would have been nice to see that development. Oh, for sure. Rather than this, boom, she's a different person all of a sudden. And she gave up her whole life for him, literally. That that needed another episode. It was annoying. Mainly because the rest of the show is basically most of the romance in this show, which honestly speaking is not that much is very slow like extremely slow Mm -hmm. and you get very little like teeny little bits here and there especially as the show goes on so the i think it was especially the contrast between the two like Mm -hmm. having these relationships that are very slowly developing and then one that literally takes like an episode yeah and she gives up her whole life for him Mm -hmm. felt really quick yeah it did i mean but, yeah. So, she sucked. I'm sorry. Her character was terrible. Yeah. And she was meant to, like, bring drama and jealousy between Li Wei and the Six. And it was, It like, never... It was never She that. never brought drama and jealousy she really to them. She really did She just brought annoyance to the audience. Exactly. Yeah. So... They, they, her character could have done that. Mm-hmm. But... She was written like a manga character, in a, in the sense that she was over the top ridiculous. Yeah, but there, there are, are people oh, yeah. that whine all the time. Yes, there are people that are self centered. Yes, but she, they they took it too far. Yeah, with which her. it's not like you don't find that in a drama for sure, yeah. but. Hers is the extent that it was genuinely annoying when she came on screen. Mm-hmm. And you just, like, wish the scene to be over. Exactly. It was, yeah. yeah. She's definitely my least favorite character. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> moving on. Okay. The fifth prince. I really like him. He's you. so funny. Oh, my gosh. He was, he was funny in a genuine, bumbly kind mm-hmm. of brotherly way oh yeah this for is such sure. a nice person he was yeah i think at the very beginning of the show before we really knew him yet i didn't mm. like him at all oh. he just felt like this very shallow immature like just like like he didn't want to do any work and yeah and like that kind of thing like i didn't i didn't dislike him but i didn't really care at all but then when we slowly got to know him mm-hmm. and he also definitely changed did, yes. and was able to look at stuff from a very different perspective of what his wife was going through and yeah. stuff like that. And he was fun to see him develop into, like, really caring for her. That it, is the only reason 
Honestly, mm-hmm. the two of them would have been the only reason that I would have continued. Yeah, they... To see how their relationship panned out in the end. Sure, but I personally actually found theirs one of the more annoying relationships, personally. Um, theirs was so typically drama. Theirs was... Nobody wants to admit anything. Yeah, and that's why I found it annoying. Yeah, yeah. Their... So the back and forth of them as as the audience, you know, they both like each other. Everybody mm-hmm. around them knows they both like each other, but them not admitting it. Right. Super typical plot. I don't usually actually no, it's not that I don't I usually don't like it. I can depending on how long they do it though, I sometimes don't mind it. Mm-hmm. It went this liter this is what I mean by some of these relationships were so slow. It yeah. goes on the entire show. Mm-hmm. Entire show. Yeah. Which to me personally, did get a little old. Um, the one time they didn't do that whole typical misunderstanding thing was when I'm not talking misunderstanding. Parted ways. Uh huh. Don't ever come see me again. Yeah. And then he followed her. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh, that's where where I was like, yeah, at least like they tried. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm not talking about anything to do with misunderstandings. Mm. Just the part of the... Because, you know, I... Just the length of time it took? It was just the length of time Uh. for me. I know they got together in the end. But it just was a little frustrating watching. So many dramas do this where the two Mm. just never admit it to each other until the very, very end. But this one, for me, started to drag. Mm -hmm. Even though I did really like his character. I thought he was really funny, Mm kind of goofy, and extremely caring. They showed how much he cared for his wife and his brothers, especially the Mm -hmm. sixth, in an amazing way. Mm -hmm. Um, But it got a little old mm. for me in the end. Even mm. though some of it was actually really funny, mm-hmm. like them always bickering, her always like hitting him and stuff like that was it go it was funny. It's almost like they kept the gag up too long. Right. Like they Right. I'm like you can only do that so many times. Mm-hmm. Now with um the fifth's wife, which is the princess of Don State, I her character was okay. Um she she got to the detriment of her them not changing her character yes. enough. Yes. Yeah. She had basically character development wise none. Mm-mm. Now relationship, she did di- like. I-, I liked seeing her slowly start to care for him. It was not an immediate thing. Mm-hmm. It did take time, but her being so stubborn and not admitting it and. It was just annoying. Yeah. Like, it, like sometimes her character was like, oh, she's so cool. And other times you're like, just, just. get over it just, already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I loved what she wore. It was super fun. She was a very strong personality, which I did like. But. But her strong personality basically boiled down to being stubborn. Yes. A lot of it was being stubborn, which. It, in it needs some, to be more than that. In some situations, she needed to be stubborn, but in most of them, it would just got old yeah. and yeah. didn't always help the situation mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah. She was a neat character, but I they needed to develop her more. They mm-hmm. really, right. really They developed did. her husband a lot more than they developed her. Oh, for sure, because he yeah. went from this 
super shallow, not caring, liking the other girl a little mm-hmm. bit, to actually genuinely caring for her and looking out for her and, and stuff right. like that. No, she does not need to be the 100% I love him, I can this and that. But, like, at least give it a little bit more, I mm-hmm. guess. It just – with them, it, it is a little frustrating for me because mm-hmm. they – I think could have had an even better relationship and even better storyline, you know. Mm. Or if they had mentioned or admitted that they liked each other right away, then they never we never would have seen their characters again. Right. Hard That's to say. True. Some shows yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You wanted to mention the fourth. Oh, the fourth prince. His character because we didn't finish the show. Which we, his character becomes a lot more of a main character, the part exactly. that we dropped. But again. the first part of the show, he was stuck being basically the sixth lackey. You know, he would do whatever. The I mean, second. the second. The second's lackey. The crown prince. The crown prince would just tell him what to do and he would do it. Yep. And I kind of felt for him a little bit because he was really stuck there. Mm. Um, yeah, he definitely was. And because even if he wanted to support his other brothers, mm. if he had, he would have had to suffer the consequences. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so... I think he kind of felt like there was a weight off of his shoulders mm, yeah. when the second was I, gone. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there I saw maybe there's a little potential here for him to work with the sixth. And then he got. But that didn't happen. Yeah. We read the ending. It, it wasn't him. It was his wife that right. crashed and burned. But, right. But see, but there, what that showed was that he was very, what's the word I used? Pushover? He was a pushover. He either let his older brother boss him around, boss him around, or his wife tell him what to do. Yeah. Well, his wife more did it on his own, but still. But yeah. Yeah. So he was kind of easy prey for people yeah. who manipulate. Unfortunately, yeah. even though he did seem pretty smart and right. understood politics and stuff like that. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate. Like, yeah. And his character, mainly because there are like a bajillion characters in the show, we didn't really get to know. But right. We weren't really missing anything, mm-hmm. to be honest, um, just because there's so many characters. But see, there's always going to be, I remember in Scarlet Heart, when there were all these prince oh, yeah, brothers. Oh, yeah, there were a few that we there didn't. There were a few that we didn't really know. And yeah. that's going to be the case if there's oh, for so sure. many princes. Like, in this one, there was, like, a ninth or tenth. Like there was some... an eleventh little brother. No, no, not him. It was, like, a ninth or something, which at one point the sixth's sister met up with to be married to. And he was oh, totally he terrible. Was awful, jerk. awful. Oh, and then there was he the He was a mama's one, boy. Then there was the one that was stationed out. The first, the first and then he came back yeah, for yeah, one yeah. brief thing. Mm-hmm. So there were, and then there was another. We didn't really and get there to was know. another prince that towards the very beginning of the show. I don't remember what number he was. He hung out with the girls some, and kind of was like friends with them for a little bit. But yeah. he's kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah. So there's always going to be characters like oh, that. Oh, you, you kind need, of you, you need background. The, they're filling the cracks and here oh, and you there. Need background characters. And he yeah. was almost like that. He was only slightly more. But important. he had a little bit more involvement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So the third, we're just going in number order here. Mm-hmm. Um, the third, his character was terrible. Um, which is <laughs> his his character again had a lot of potential for development. Yes. You know this character that just takes wives like you know like people buy mm-hmm. candy yeah, exactly um 
when he got to the point where his wives all left him, he could have become a completely changed man. Oh, and that kind of and big Rhea thing could have changed of how horrible he had been. Instead, to them. he went even worse and just yeah so his characters were kind of unfortunate because i totally agree he had the potential to Mm -hmm. change but in the end he really didn't he sure there were moments that he tried to get closer especially to his wife um like official wife main wife whatever you call it um but it was just frustrating um the moment you could see that he go ahead sorry you could see that he was um, he was trying. He was wanted to do good. Yeah. He when he was working along with six. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the yeah. two of them worked together really well. They put their heads together. He was very smart when it came to business. Yes. It just never translated beyond, beyond that. Yeah. For him. Mm-hmm. That was kind of frustrating because yeah, when he did work with the six, no, he wasn't perfect, but like he did genuinely care and genuinely helped him. Mm-hmm. But every like the stupid thing he did with opening the restaurant was so dumb. Oh, I'm like, you've got to be yeah. kidding me. That whole that was so childish. It was so childish and it was just super annoying. And he somewhat ended up falling falling prey is kind of dramatic but to the power struggle i think mm-hmm. at one point he was kind of on the crown prince's side quote-unquote side he yeah, you couldn't really tell well he didn't want to be there you mm-hmm. could tell that he didn't want to be but he couldn't um like deny mm-hmm. he couldn't say no which i understand why the yeah. crown prince has so much power and so it was just like frustrating he was annoying yeah. So, but yeah. Um, and one thing with all his um, solar term ladies, um, the whole, before they went to the palace, all the scenes they do with how much they just hated him and he would do all the tests, got, got old. Got very old. Yeah. That, you know, I understand there wasn't much they could do. They were very much stuck in that situation. But they did the same basic scene. Over, over and, and over, over again. You know, he would line them all up, had this little speech, they'd roll their... They did that so many times. And I'm glad they stopped doing that mm-hmm. because it got old. I'm like, the shtick was funny the first two times. You could do it two times and that's all we need. And we that's, get the point. He and does this eat. a lot. Exactly. Okay. It got really old. Yeah. But how... His... The third's character was like impressively shallow. Yeah. It was almost like... Right. A, yeah, and gen- yet the way he helped Sixth was was impressively not shallow for who he was. For, yeah, exactly, he was like Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, oh, that took me a second. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he had this really impressive. Okay, he wasn't nature. The, he was not the most impressive, but well, no, I more. mean, as far as for him, for him, it was. Yes. He wanted to to help. He went along with the plans. Yes, mm-hmm. and yet, in his per that was in the political realm. In his personal, in his personal life, pff, he was a mess. He was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, I probably won't. I don't think I have too much to say about his official wife. I did like her character. She was in a very tricky spot because she wasn't wasn't going to divorce him, mm-hmm. but she couldn't. But she didn't like him. Mm-hmm. She wasn't caught in a tough situation, and her. I don't think they ever really made up by the end of the show. They made up. They were on better terms, mm. 
Um, by the time at least that we stopped watching, I doubt even the rest of the show they ever truly made up because how could you how after could you? that? Yeah. But yeah, she was fine. I did like her relationship with the other ladies. I did really like mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, now we're up to the very interesting character here, the second, a.k.a. the crown, crown prince. prince. This was very interesting to note that the first was not the crown prince in this show. Yeah. Which, at first, we were very confused why he was the second, and we thought the first might have died. Right. But no, the first was, uh, what you call it? Stationed in a different, I guess it was at the He's border the or a different, in a different state. Yes. Which was interesting. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Something different than they did with this show. That Something I didn't explain, but they didn't need to mm-hmm. explain. It's fine that they didn't. But, um, yeah, for a while it was a little confusing. But then when the first came back, you're like, oh, he's in the military. He's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did, a, you know, obviously they did something a little stereotypical, which was make the crown prince evil. Yes. Lots of shows do that. His character um, was definitely interesting. I think mm-hmm. he played the bad guy very well um, and actually showed it very well. And at first, he just felt like he was evil to be evil and this whole power struggle and blah, blah, blah. But the one thing this show did extremely well was show why yeah, and how, why and how he got to the point that mm-hmm. he was at. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I hate, hate when shows don't have a good reason for the bad guy to be bad. Right. You need right. a good reason mm-hmm. or it just feels fake or shallow. Mm-hmm. Now, this did take a lot of the show. You only got snippets here and there. Um, but I want to mention one of the biggest scenes um, was when the king found out what the second had done with the money, basically mm-hmm. knowing he was going to have to get rid of him. Right. And they were basically reminiscing about his childhood. It made his character feel so human. Mm-hmm. He didn't feel human to me right. for a while. But right. that... But he just felt so much more human. And it showed so much from his perspective and the king's perspective, um, it showed a lot. Like, they basically mentioned that the reason he became how he was was he had so much pressure, pressure. Yeah. so many expectations on him. But it didn't, it didn't, uh, they didn't try and use that to excuse his behavior. Oh, gosh, no. Yes. They just tr- used that to explain. Yeah. I think- now, the same, you have to remember, the same type of thing did happen to other people. Mean other in the show, yeah. specifically? Like, mm-hmm. the sixth brother had a lot of pressure. Oh. He could have been terribly Well, the sixth prince, bitter actually, the sixth angry. prince had the opposite. Exactly. The sixth prince didn't have a lot of pressure. He was basically abandoned. Not no, abandoned, but, but. I mean, the negative thing that happened to him. Oh. Yes, he could have been sure. bitter and angry, but oh, he sure. chose not to do that. Whereas the second prince, this is too, this is so stressful, uh, you know, and he chose to, yes, be mm-hmm. yeah evil. Yes, yeah. and another thing they did very interestingly with his household was the relationship between his wife and his concubine. Um, so at the beginning, it was very you know kind of what you expected, very mm-hmm. nasty, didn't like it. 
and it was so interesting seeing the wife slowly realizing just how bad it was, mm-hmm. kind of relating to the concubine in a lot of ways. Um, like, I feel like she really saw herself in her. Well, it's revealed later on that she truly loved him oh, when yeah. they got married. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point she did, yes. Mm-hmm. But she also, I don't think, was treated that well by him. And, well, the whole drugs thing. Oh, I forgot about that. That she was the straw that she, broke the camel's yeah, back. Yeah, she didn't right know. But I think she, other than that, hadn't been. Um, but yeah, it was terrible. And she, yeah, the whole thing with him keeping her from having a child um, mm-hmm. was, uh, shoot, just let me Oh, um, for her, she felt horrible. Mm-hmm. That she couldn't provide for right. her husband in that way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, seeing her, like, start off with very little things where she, you know, she wouldn't stand up to her in front of the prince, but she would, like, sneak her something or this and that. And then slowly she just, she couldn't turn a blind eye to it. Right. Yeah. It was just, you know, too much. And especially when, um, what is her name? How how G? Is that how you say her name? Probably. Or how Jai? How G. How G. The concubine, um, you know, after she attempted to take her own life and then later found out she had a child, especially when she was giving birth, the wife just was absolutely furious with the second. Yeah. Couldn't believe what he was doing, you know. And yes, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was her finding out that he kept her from having a child. Right. I guess to not have the – give her power, I think is what that mm-hmm. was. Um, he didn't want to be reliant on her uh, powerful family. He mm-hmm. wanted to make a name for himself. And, yeah, it was just – they, I think, did a good job of, like, her ha- being so conflicted because she mentioned her the – concubine like i genuinely loved him how did i love someone so terrible how and i think when she fell in love with him and first married him i don't think he was like that probably no no i think it was a huge build-up oh for sure and it just kept getting worse right oh definitely Mm -hmm. and yeah and then the whole thing with um the concubine who was um leeway's really close friend right it was depressing it Mm -hmm. really was but her whole oh yeah it honestly i think they did do a very good job with it though mm-hmm. and having a that was one of the more like serious storylines right. like um i think that storyline was really bef- a little bit before the show completely turned to a melodrama that that one it was it it hit really hard like mm-hmm. it, they did it very well they, Especially when her mother came oh. and basically told her, we don't want you to come home. Oh, yeah. It's not good for us. Mm-hmm. You need to stay. I can't. That Even was, though her mother knew what kind of a situation she was, was in, she told her to go back. Yeah. And that I like that they, you know, at first she just took it as it went and, you know, did her best to stick with it and... I like that it was a very slow development, that mm-hmm. it just kept getting worse and worse, and she was even more isolated and literally locked away and, you know, stuff like that, that she got to that point. Mm-hmm. And it, 
made sense why she did yeah you know no it no that should never be your choice but at least at least that they showed why yes mm-hmm. and developed that and that is especially i think what brought the wife and her together mm-hmm. was you know the wife you know was so desperate to keep her from dying you know and um her character kind of became a bit more minor in the end which i think made sense because she left the palace and was at the um, store and did yeah, some that. that. But fine. I like that yeah. she was still here and there. But mm-hmm. they didn't need to they have didn't her. eliminate her completely. No, no, no. And I'm glad they didn't. Because mm-hmm. she was very close friends with so many of right. them. For sure. Um, but it was kind of sad because she seemed like this pretty nice person. She was a little scheming, but not, like, malicious or anything. She was only scheming because she felt she had to. She had to, yeah. Okay, so I'm here. No matter what, I'm going to marry one of these princes. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. Therefore, I am going to get make the most of it. Exactly. And I'm going to, you know, go for the best. Right, and that makes sense. In her eyes. Oh, yeah, for her. You know, from the outside. It does look like the best. The best choice is the prince. Exactly. The crown prince, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, it was, I think it was mainly just watching her character who was pretty happy. She was pretty serious. Um, just slowly, like, oh, not deteriorate, kind of deteriorate, she did, actually. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. was... It was kind of, it was really sad. Her kind to of see. her idea of what her life was going to look just like crashed and burned. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and and then especially seeing Li Wei, the other girls, and especially the other princes, even helping her and stuff, mm-hmm. it, it meant a lot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So one of the best characters in this show is actually the king. Yeah. Um. So in many many shows. Um, you don't get to know much about the king, which is very sad because a lot of mm-hmm. times he can be a very interesting character. Right. One of the shows that you did get to know them, they took a lot of time with, was the Red Sleeve. Mm. He was an extremely different kind of character. He yeah. was almost, um, like, very two-faced, almost, like, two different personalities. Yeah. Very, they were focused on, like, how just, like, crazy and... Um, he was he was weird. He was like crazy, but smart and caring. All you know. Yeah. This show was it was like honestly speaking, fascinating. It was. It took every. I think every scene oh, that the king was in, I really liked. We made the comment of how much we liked the king. Yes, for sure. So he wasn't too much in the beginning, as in you didn't get to know him much. Right. But as you went, you slowly started to see things from his perspective, Mm -hmm. which is one thing this show, I think, does quite well, is, like, you're seeing a lot of the palace from the women's perspective. Mm -hmm. You're also seeing it from the princes and also the political side from the princes. And then you saw basically everything from the king's perspective, political, um, within his own, like, family stuff, like, you know, how he deals with that things. And... Mm -hmm. I like that they showed he wasn't perfect. Right. He sometimes did pick favorites. Mm-hmm. And, but he, certain, he was, he was so smart. Mm. And he honestly looked at the bigger picture. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Which, it was, he has to. He has king. to. Which, in some ways, in this show, um, Leeway criticized the sixth for looking at the bigger picture. Just like, right. you're going to sacrifice something or someone just mm-hmm. for the bigger picture. But right. for the king, 
he had to. Right. And seeing how um, he thought about things and the reasons he made certain decisions, um, like how the fifth ended up um, basically being the scapegoat for the sixth. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, you know, the fifth even figured that out. Yeah. And it was something that I like that they showed it was not an easy decision. Mm -hmm. And the the way he, he and his manservant, that is how you knew what the king was thinking. Mm -hmm. He would process out loud Mm -hmm. with his manservant. Mm -hmm. And their relationship was so interesting. Really interesting. They, his manservant, like at one point, he had an idea, but he's like, oh, I dare not say it. Mm-hmm. And then the king's like, just say it just already. Just say it. Yeah, like, seriously. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're not going to offend me. I'm not going to throw you out. Yes. Even if I disagree with you, I want to hear your opinion. Mm-hmm. And that was such a cool thing because often people in the palace, the servants are just there to serve them. Mm-hmm. They are not there to have discussions with them or have an opinion on the political situation. Mm-hmm. But their relationship was different. It was very close. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of it was a bit towards, um, I guess it was the end of the show, the end of where we started watching, um, was a lot to do with the princess and mm-hmm. especially with the second, that same mm-hmm. scene um, where they were reminiscing, didn't just tell you about the second, it told you so much about the yeah. king. Yeah. He talked about how he wasn't born of... Lineal. Lineal. He wasn't a linear son. son. He was born of a concubine. Right. And how he went through so much, basically to make it where he was. Mm -hmm. And he didn't want that for the crown prince. So he he pushed him. He had expectations. He supported him. And basically, unfortunately, in the end, it backfired Mm -hmm. on him. I mean, how was he supposed to know that? But he basically said, I think he said to his servant, I failed as a father. Exactly, yeah. (coughs) He didn't blame his son. (coughs) He's such an awful person. Mm -hmm. He's like, I did this. Yes. It's my responsibility. And seeing that from the ruler, like... Yes, there were times it did feel like he was using his sons as pawns. He did. He did. did. Sometimes he did. And he knew he was using them. And he knew it. Yeah. But in that situation for him to just sit there and be like, I failed him. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who failed him. It is not all his fault. Right. Um, Yes, how bad he got was his fault, but not all of it. And that perspective was so interesting to see. And they had other moments like that, how... You know, he would note certain things the six would do and this and that. Or um, kind of the loopholes, especially the sixth, had to find. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he wanted to make Li Wei his official wife. And at first, you know, he requested that and the king was fine with it. And then something else happened and didn't work in the end. And, you know, there's so many different things. Um, and it was interesting seeing how the king would give... Like, if you did something good, he'd give you a an opportunity to request something from him. Mm-hmm. But he could take that away right. and stuff like right. that. And it was, he had to function within the boundaries of the existing law. Oh, so much, yes. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's king. He can't make exceptions and step outside oh, the definitely. law. definitely. 
So the the things that he did with his sons and stuff all had to, like the way he had to punish them. Like it, he, he meant the one he had to punish the sixth for something in one way, so as to avoid a much more severe punishment. Mm, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting seeing him having to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, he basically mentioned, like, if I don't do this, the other officials are going to be, like, an uproar exactly. because I'm picking favorites. Right. Um, He kind of was still picking favorites. But he – I liked seeing him, even for the crown prince, who was terrible, did awful things, and he didn't want to kill him. Right. He didn't – It was his child. It was his child still. Yeah. was something that – um, was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like most shows, you get the drama between the queen and the queen dowager. This was one of the few... Oh, that's Korean, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. This is one of the few shows that um, they... Very little did they have that because the drama was between the princes. Yeah. But um, I feel like a lot of time they showed the perspective of the queens. When they did show the queens... Oh, they were really... Most of them were really good. Each queen we saw when their son Mm -hmm. was involved in something, and they weren't there to scheme and plot against the other... Oh, yeah, for sure. They were there to... For their son. Yes, to protect their child, Mm -hmm. which was really cool. They weren't all... It wasn't this infighting. Yes. But mm-hmm. they seemed to also be also very separate. They were very <laughs> separate. Yes. Um, but that is probably one of the things I actually think this show did the best was showing different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And some perspectives that you just don't always see in shows. I'm like, yes, we got to see some of the queen's perspectives, the kings, mm-hmm. they developed amazingly. And but you also see um, some of the servants and the even some of the wives' families and the princes and the wives and all of that was yes it was a huge amount of characters and it ended up unfortunately being a lot of drama but even though a lot of it the drama got annoying the perspective you got to see was still right. interesting right you know mm-hmm. so one of the reasons that we stopped watching. Yes. Was we I need to note that it was not because what they did wasn't well done. Yeah, they actually did quite the well. The things they did, they did well. Yes. But the s- pacing mm. slowed down to a snail's crawl sometimes, yes. Often. Mhm. Well, in the end you're saying. By the time we got to the 20 eighth and 29th yes. episode mm-hmm. the the next four episodes very little happened like three but yeah mm-hmm. um, well see you well, can things happened sure i was gonna say a little bit of this story a little bit of this story a little bit of this each yeah. different plot yeah. line had a little itty bitty baby step but i couldn't do that for 10 more episodes which I'd, i totally understand yeah eight more but still yeah um yeah, it's one of those things Which is where, why I don't want to talk about the show as a drop show. 
I know. That's why I feel so odd to mark. Like, I, I keep track of all the shows we watch, uh-huh. and I mark which ones we've dropped and stuff like that. It feels so odd right. to mark it as a drop show, partly because we put so much time. Mm-hmm. We genuinely did like a lot of the show, right. which sounds very odd coming from this episode that we literally did, did drop it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Even though, you're right, even though at the end, actually, a lot was happening, it just felt like it was happening slowly, if that Much makes sense. Much slower right. than earlier in the yes. show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nothing's, nothing was ever rushed. Except, except for Song Woo or whatever her name was. The sister. The sister. Yeah, that was. Hers was extreme. Hers wasn't just rushed. It was extremely rushed. Yeah. Which... You know what? Things taking multiple episodes and having to develop. I'm perfectly fine with a show somewhat dragging out plot lines. That's always inevitable. But this one, it just felt like... Sometimes it felt like it was rinsing and repeating its Mm -hmm. plot lines a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know? And... Like, towards the very end when we dropped it, the fifth and his wife... um, You know, were about to get divorced on bad terms. They ended up traveling together. And it just felt like, you know, you've done this so many times with these two. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole plot line with him having to prove himself at Don State, doing all these tests. We already did this. Yeah. Like, you're doing it again. Uh-huh. You know? And that is the, that is the reason we dropped mm-hmm. this show, is that partly it went from, especially at the beginning of the show, had a lot of comedy. Right. And not just comedy, but more just, like, also lighthearted scenes. Yes, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, of course you've got the court drama. I'm fine with court drama. But that was more, like, the background. Or even just the premise, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Whereas, later on, that became the foreground. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that was one of the big things that is always hard to tell in a show from a description and a trailer. Yeah. Of what it's going to be like. For example, with this one, the trailer showed the comedy, Mm -hmm. which, to be fair, for the first, I'd say, 20 episodes, they were pretty darn true to. They were, yes. And, yes, even after that, they did have some comedy or just even just lighthearted scenes. They weren't necessarily comedic. They did still have. But they became so few and far between, Mm -hmm. and it became pretty much a full-on melodrama. Yeah. Nothing wrong with melodramas. We personally don't really watch them. That's what... That's That's, one of those things about expectations. Yes. For sure. We were going into this that it's a drama comedy or a comedy drama. Sort of. Sort of. You especially. Me especially. But when it seems to completely switch gears to be a melodrama, I'm like, whoa, 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 this isn't what I expected or signed up for. And that's fine. And that totally happens. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You could say part of the reason we dropped it was because of our personal expectations. Exactly. A hundred percent. Which means that it was us, not them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So... For people especially who like melodramas, mm-hmm. we're not those people. Yes, we've watched stuff that is kind of melodramatic, but I don't know if we've ever watched a 100% considered a, a melodrama. Mr. Sunshine we mentioned, which is definitely a melodrama. We did not finish it, right. actually. <laughs> More of that, I thought that one was just partly because there's multiple reasons. 
oh, why we didn't finish that show. But, but this podcast is not about. It's so not about sorry. that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was kind of sad because I was okay with having the drama. I was fine with it. I expected it. It's a palace drama with like fifty bajillion princes. Right. Mm-hmm. I expected there to be drama. And some of the drama was well done, even. Yes. But some of it just started to be like, like they were, tr- like the writers were just trying to come up with whatever thing they like, could oh, have. Oh shoot, we have ten more episodes to write for. Yeah. What new plot device? Right. What new dramatic mm-hmm. thing can we throw in Which, here? Yeah. To slowly drag out ten more episodes. Right. <laughs> Which, to be fair. That is literally every show. Yes, every absolutely. show is coming up with plot devices uh-huh. and plotty, but yes. every show does that. But this show, I guess, stuff just kept getting more and more dramatic, which kind of made sense mm-hmm. because, like, especially because you were following the sixth, he was going up and up in rank, which made sense why it was getting more dramatic. But it, yeah, it just started to drag, and it went so far over to the side of a melodrama that we just ended up not finishing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now on a more positive note. Yes. The costumes. Oh yes, the costumes. The characters weren't a bad note. No, no, no. The characters were really good. Like even like the fifth the writing of the characters was really good. Yes. The costumes Okay, the costumes were amazing. They're so fun. We drooled well I drooled over Everything. Everything. Like, not just the ladies' costumes, oh, men's. but the fabrics that they use for the men's costumes. Oh, my gosh. And I... often, not often, but <clears throat> it's easy to drool and get excited over fantasy costumes. Oh, yeah. Because they're sure. over the top. Uh-huh. But these weren't fantasy costumes. Which I don't think so. I don't know if they were 100% accurate. I have no idea. But they weren't fantasy. The, I'm pretty sure Most of the them, I think, men's, definitely were. Oh, at the least men's. the design... Oh yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know about the whether the fabrics were historically no accurate or yeah. anything, <gasps> but they were absolutely gorgeous. They were so pretty. Oh my word! Like the men's, my favorite is when they had a color on color mm-hmm. pattern. Mm-hmm. Like the six, they had blue on blue. I think they even had a white, white on, on white. white. Oh yeah, and the so king's <gasps> fabrics. Oh my gosh, were just and the amount incredible. of freaking like embroidery and right. the one where like his like coat thing or like how like a train behind yes. oh my word they were so cool yeah. and then the ladies with all the detailing the beading oh. around the collar the trims their hair ornaments oh my they look 50 bajillion oh my gosh I'm like I want to wear my hair like that. I know right it was so, <laughs> I would look so stupid I know but it was, it was so gorgeous cool. it was and they had like 50 layers on there oh, were like they sometimes did. they like three four collars, collars. you're like oh my word yeah. and now mind you you could see their breath oh when they were recording this was one thing that was so interesting so it, it was most likely recorded in the winter time so all of those layers uh-huh would actually make sense oh, for them to have you one. know but no, no no hold on here some of the show is specifically set in winter and some of it was not right you know that's true which is fine filming time i don't care mm-hmm. um but oh my gosh there were so many scenes where you saw their breath i'm like dude they must be frigid right oh my gosh i can't imagine yeah yeah it was but see but then you think about the reality of it some parts of of 
China are, are very cold. Very, very cold. cold. And up in the mountains. Um, and even inside a building. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like they had fireplaces. No, no, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. electric heat. No, obviously. they had those little tiny fire pit thingies. I know. So yes, you probably could have seen their breath during the winter time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying like. It happens even in the parts of the show that it aren't supposed to be in winter. Yeah. Which I don't care. I'm just noting that. They must have been frigid. Yes, they must have I can't been. imagine. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, but, yeah, the costume was so fun. It was – I also really like that they repeated outfits. Really mm-hmm. like that. And different ladies. Had different styles. different styles wow, because so of the different good. states they were from. I loved that. I was Very great. good detail with that. And then the when they vi- went to visit oh, yeah. that one state in the – was it the mountains? Yeah, that one was like winter. Like. And that was like a whole tribal yeah, they, aesthetic uh-huh. going on. And then how the guys changed some of what they were wearing. Right, and stuff right. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun to see them changing up what they mm, wore here and there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, overall, even though we personally dropped this drama, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, like, I, like what you said earlier, I wouldn't tell you not to watch right, it. right. I would have to say it is for a very specific audience, mm-hmm. and if you like melodramas, if you like Chinese historicals... You'd really enjoy it. Yeah, you probably would enjoy Absolutely. it. And even for you, it's probably a bonus, because not only a melodrama, they also have um, more lighthearted comedy in the beginning of the right. show. Right, You know, and... I think overall, a lot of the plot lines, and even though we didn't necessarily like them, they still did pretty well, mm-hmm. some more than others. And I can't tell you it's a bad show. Right. The execution, right. I think, was actually quite good. Mm-hmm. It was just our personal yes. um, expectations and the types of show that we like. Right. You know, and for us also, a big part of it is just literally the length. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only seen, like, one or two other dramas that are of this length. Right. Which is Fairy and Devil, which is a fantasy, so it's completely different. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Boys Over Flowers is actually up there, mm-hmm. which is, um, not quite as long as this one, but it is right. one of the longer K-dramas we've seen. Um, but yeah, Which it's... had a similar issue. Oh, yeah. With throwing in things at the end to keep it going. Yeah, if you want to really brief on Boys Over Flowers, I would almost never recommend it to most people unless you've been watching K-dramas. Yes, watch Personally. other things first. Oh, 100%. And yes. but the reason for watching it is is would be completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. okay, so this one, it is funny cuz for some people I would recommend it. But it's tricky because you don't know what you're going into just from the description. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you're prepared for a melodrama <laughs> and... A lot of characters. A lot of characters and of slower paced plot line. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would be a good fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with liking that show. Right, exactly. And you can like that show and like a fast paced rom-com yeah. at the same time, yeah. you know. It's just... Us, personally, we don't tend to gravitate towards those shows. Also, we've barely watched them, you know? And I think part of the reason we haven't watched them much is that when you see that a show has 40 episodes, is very daunting. This is actually longer than Fairy and Devil. Fairy Mm -hmm. and Devil, 36. 
So we almost hit what Fairy and Devil had. Mm-hmm. This is, show's actually longer. So it's a huge time commitment yes. for a show that you're not sure how it's going to pan out. Which every show you don't know how it's sure. going to pan out. For sure. But if... but. I'm more likely to invest 18 episodes yes. to a show I even 20. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So. so we can't legitimately rate I'm not this rating one this. No. since we didn't finish the arc yes. of the whole story. So we're going to give our opinions, but we're not rating it right. out right. of 10 or yeah. 5 or whatever the heck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's kind of odd. I wouldn't necessarily not recommend it, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it to, I think, most people. Yeah. Especially if you haven't seen a lot of Chinese. I feel like the more you watch, like, historical Chinese, I wouldn't be surprised the more you're used to it or yeah. like it and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I think that's true with, like, a bunch of the Korean stuff that we watch as well. So, even though this is kind of an odd episode, we've never mm-hmm. done this before. Yeah. Um, but we hope you guys enjoyed listening, and we'll see you all next time.